What's up, everyone? This is Clock Management. I'm your host, Justin, and as always, I'm joined by Perry. Justin, roses are red, violets are blue. I'm not that pretty, but damn, look at you. <laughs> nice. Yeah? Nice. Poetic. Yeah? That, yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear a poem and be like, that was poetic. <laughs> I'm but just I, saying. But I did. <laughs> you did. You know what? You can do anything you want. <laughs> because you put a wallop in on me this week, my friend. Oh, yes, yes. Me and Perry played each other in fantasy football uh, this did, week in our home league. Did not go well for the old pair dog. Yeah. Uh, it's okay, because now we're both one team. and one. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I scored the most points in the league last week. And I did this um, week. And no, Kinsey <laughs> did. I did. Not? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. She scored like 170. Oh, yeah. Points. She still had another player left. Yeah. Yeah. A, a little little man made by the name of Alvin Kamara. Oh. Uh, which, uh, if you aren't watching football right this moment. I mean. Uh, actually, I think the game may right have just moment. ended. Yeah. Yeah. There, nobody's watching football. Right uh, the game may have just ended. Alvin Kamara had himself a night. Yeah. Everybody. Did. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we'll Justin, get to what's that, going on? First, first, I want to get to uh, our giveaway. We're, we have a giveaway, guys. Uh, we're giving away an autograph. My fantasy team. Keenan Allen jersey. Uh, you just have to subscribe on YouTube and leave a comment on any video this month. Every video is an entry to win. Uh, and then you can also uh, check out our podcast on all podcasting platforms. We're on all social media, so make sure you find us on there. Communicate with us. It's the same logo on everything, so you know who we are. Yeah, yeah. Please, uh, uh, most important, subscribe on YouTube. Yeah, it helps us out a bunch. Mm -hmm. Helps you out too, because you can't win unless you're subscribed. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, we made it through week two. Uh, we might be the only people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, positive news first, zero COVID uh, positive tests. So, I mean, I'm happy about that. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> like, I don't know how it's possible. I, know, I feel the like travel, they're lying. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, like they said that on Sunday and I was like, hmm. Yeah. Uh okay <laughs> if you say so because yeah, uh, go i want football but i'm i correct me if i'm wrong they're not stopping players and and staff from going out and doing whatever they like to do right yeah no they can still do whatever they want and yeah uh, it's party, not like the nba I right mean, I, uh, maybe the teams have imposed things like this i'm not sure uh, yeah but yeah the, the nfl is not and uh also, they're traveling, and some of these teams have fans in the stadium. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I can't believe that there's no cases. It's also um, somewhat related. I'm sure you just saw this tonight, Justin. But uh, three coaches, yeah. Pete Carroll, Vic Fangio, uh, and uh, uh, Mike, not Mike Shanahan. No. Kyle. Kyle, his son. Uh, we're all fi fined a hundred thousand dollars, and the team was fined two hundred thousand dollars because they were not wearing masks on the sidelines. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I guess. I mean, they gave a warning week one, and then mm -hmm. those three coaches, I guess, didn't follow the rules. I wasn't yeah. paying enough attention, so I don't. 
really know if they did or not or like well i mean obviously oh, they, they didn't but they I don't were know and amongst others to too other, yeah that's what i'm saying in comparison to others oh yeah yeah so um i think we'll probably start seeing more masks on the sidelines right that's not an insignificant find, $100,000. No, yeah, I was pretty shocked by that dollar amount. But You know what probably won't be happening? The NFL probably won't be donating that money to COVID research. <laughs> it, it's probably but that would be a good idea. straight to the commissioner's <laughs> pocket. It's like a bonus for him. I, I think you and I have talked about this before. Where does that money go? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, You're there's just fined. some... There's just some guy that just like, ooh, another check. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and the NFL just has no idea what's I don't know. Anyways, yeah, whoever moving does on. the accounting for the NFL is just collecting that money. Right. Okay, moving on. Justin, we've got a lot to cover today. Yeah, we do. We do. I and mean, all we've all we've done is screw around so far. Yeah, yeah, that's accurate. Um yeah, so we're, gonna... we're right right on pace. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna cover uh I mean kind of a recap of week two and then uh, yeah. do waiver wire for week three and get this one out before waivers happen. Uh, yeah. That's the goal. So <laughs> we heard some very reasonable complaints that our waiver wire episode came out after waivers. Yeah. Um, hmm. But I mean, if those players Oops. were still available, <laughs> great yeah. pickups. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Zero fab. You guys are welcome. All right. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, we have a ton of injuries yeah, to talk about. And apparently about. this is also an injury episode unintentionally. Right. Yeah. Uh, we'll start at the top with Saquon Barkley, torn ACL. Confirmed today after the MRI, he is done for this season. Uh, I think the only good news here is that this happened week two, so he should be ready for next season, <laughs> you know, as opposed to it happening in like week 13. Uh, and, and then you're hoping he's it. ready for it. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's about it when it comes to good news on Saquon Barkley's ACL. No, the, the other good news is the Giants are going to get a great draft pick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, man. That, that sucked to watch. I don't know if you were watching when oh, it yeah. happened, Justin. Yeah, because yeah, he know, got injured the play before as right. well. But completely unrelated to his knee. Yeah. It was like, it was like destined to happen. Yeah. Um, if you guys weren't watching, just real quickly, you know, he was cutting out to the sideline, uh, being tackled, reached down to brace, and his elbow kind of hyperextended a little bit. He was a little shaken up, got up, and I'm pretty sure on the very next play, it was almost like the exact same play, except this time his foot caught and his knee twisted, torn ACL right there. It was crazy. No, uh, I put out a post on Instagram with a Grim Reaper chasing a bunch of players. Uh, and that's what was happening. The the fantasy yeah. reaper was was just out 14, strong. Fourteen ACL tears. Yeah, crazy. Um, so r fantasy implications. Obviously, Saquon is a huge hole in in a lot of rosters right now. Uh, currently on the team, we're looking at Deion Lewis and Wayne Gallman. Now, uh, I know with no oh. other information, which one of those two would you rather roster? I mean, no other information, yeah. Wayne Gallman. Uh, I don't think Deion Lewis is all that good at football. And yeah. I'm I'm not putting in a waiver claim for Wayne Gallman. But <laughs> you asked me which one I would yeah. rather, it would be Wayne Gallman. Yep, yep. Um, but there is other information. 
there is other information. The team is going to be hosting uh, Devonta Freeman this week for you know a workout and interview and that sort of thing. Um, I would be very surprised based on all the injuries that happened this week if Devonta Freeman doesn't sign somewhere. Yeah, and I mean the Giants. I think it. I mean for him, yeah. it makes a lot of sense for or for them, uh, and that's that's a guy I would put a waiver in for. Uh, yeah, Freeman. I think that's completely reasonable to to put a waiver in for him. Yeah, still a you know a young enough guy that he should perform just fine. Um, he was talented last season. He didn't get as much on the groundwork for the Falcons last season, but he was really good catching the ball. Um, so, and this team is going to be down. I mean, you and I were having an argument before <laughs> the episode about which team is worse, the Jets or the Giants. Um, I'm pretty sure we both lost. Uh, so, <laughs> but neither uh, of us lost as bad as either of those teams. So, yeah, or the Saquon owners. Yeah, uh, yeah. I would Devonte Freeman definitely worth uh, you know a waiver pickup if you've got room on your bench. Uh, just with the prospect of him landing here, um, he's way higher on my list than Wayne Gallman would ever be. Yeah, yeah. I I mean I am in a ton of leagues this year, as you know. And fortunately, due to my my personal rankings, how I had Saquon ranked, I ended up not having Saquon on a single team, which either did I. This, yeah. I, I feel bad for his injury, but like, I, it didn't affect my fantasy teams at yeah. all due to that. For me, it was Christian McCaffrey, and then it was Ezekiel yeah. Elliott, and the the I was going to take one of those two if I had a top two pick. So, yeah. um, okay, let's move on here. Uh, so we'll kind of put these two together, both Malcolm Brown and Cam Akers have been, uh, you know, had a little shakeup this week, uh, starting with Malcolm Brown. He fractured his pinky. Uh, apparently he's going to be good to go week two against or week three, um, against who are they playing in week three the bills? Rams? Okay. Uh, I think they're, yeah, it'll be the bills. Um, and then Cam Akers, uh, separated some rib cartilage, he should be okay. It's still kind of day-to-day on whether or not he'll play in week three, uh, but it sounds like they're kind of leaning towards he that he'll be available, but he might not play a lot. Uh, usually with the ribs, it's mostly just pain tolerance, so I imagine that it might end up being up to him. Uh, a lot of people going out and, and picking up Daryl Henderson, or at least putting in big waiver claims for Daryl Henderson, are you putting in a claim for Daryl Henderson anywhere? No. No, uh, yeah. I mean, well, now anywhere there, I mean, there are some crazy deep leagues I'm in that, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm going to, but like your normal size leagues, like that most people are in. No, he's not someone I'm targeting. And if at, you lost, if you lost Saquon in a ten-team redraft, is it? Are you going to try and go get Daryl Henderson to replace him? No, there's better options. Yeah, I agree, and we'll get to them. Yeah, and uh, me and you were actually discussing this before the show. Like, Daryl Henderson is walking into the like, people are getting him because of the Cam Akers injury, and they're mm-hmm. so they see an increased opportunity. But that opportunity is the exact same opportunity everybody hated him when he had last year. Yep, I completely agree. I understand that he had a great week in week two, but maybe, and I said this to Justin. Maybe we all need to stop worrying about which running back we want in the Rams backfield and start thinking about the fact that maybe we don't want the Rams backfield. Yeah. I 
I don't want to touch it. Yeah. Period. Who is the running back tone in the Rams backfield? Maybe maybe there's not an answer to that question. Yeah. Josh Jacobs. Uh <laughs> I would rather own yeah. Anybody. Yeah. I this stupid joke. Okay. Um <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't yeah, I'm like, wait, yeah. wait he doesn't Terrible. play for them. Terrible joke. <laughs> yeah. Justin's like he he plays for the Raiders. Yeah, I was um, just watching him. <laughs> Devontae Adams uh did leave the game with a hamstring injury. It is considered not serious. Uh, he should be ready to go for week three against the Saints. So you Devontae Adams owners can all breathe a, a sigh of relief. Sounds like there's nothing to worry about there. Yeah, uh, Ted, what's that? I said they're one of the few uh, player or owners that can sigh, have a sigh of relief. Yeah. Uh, Tevin Coleman expected to miss multiple weeks. Uh, due to a knee injury. That's all the information we have on what the injury is, uh, but it's likely that he'll be placed on IR. Uh, also, same team, Raheem Mozart is unlikely to play in week three, which means Jarek McKinnon and Jeff Wilson will be the only healthy running backs on the 49ers. Jarek McKinnon, if you're looking for like a flash start, like, hey, this week, yeah, pretty good start. Yeah, I would, I would, I would assume. I, I don't think that he's a long-term solution for any problem, though. No, no, he, he could be a couple week solution, but also mm -hmm. this week, he's going against the New York Giants. Yeah, uh, that's a game that I expect them to win, and even with all their injuries, and I expect them to lean heavily on him. With, I mean, with probably... Jimmy Garoppolo, <laughs> yes, out, who is yes. my next one that I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, with Jimmy Jimmy G out, uh, likely we're also not going to see um, George Kittle again. I, I think that he's probably going to miss another week. Uh, Shanahan yeah. said he expects him to play. Shanahan said they expected him to play in week two as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But so. I, I think Kittle will play this week. I, I think that they, they need him not just as – because Jordan Reed actually did very well pass catching – but I think they need him more so at, in the blocking game uh, to yeah. run the ball successfully. Yeah. Uh, I mean, bottom line, the 49ers gave up a lot this week to win. Yeah. Uh, two of their defensive linemen uh, went out. Uh, Richard Sherman is out. Uh, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Raheem Mozart, Tevin Coleman. D4. Jimmy yeah Jim, Jimmy Garoppolo. It's, it's insane. I, I think it's one of the worst – like injury uh injury sequences to a team i've ever seen yeah they actually the nfl sending people to check out that field because the 49ers are actually playing on that field again next week and they were complaining about it hmm. uh okay drew Locke expected to miss two to six weeks with a shoulder injury he left really early in this game uh pretty tough i mean jeff driscoll yes he still plays in the nfl i guess uh, played well, you know, Denver almost kind of came back to win this game. I mean, it was never really a true threat, but they made it interesting. Uh, so personally with the news next Cortland Sutton out for the season with a torn ACL, yeah. uh, which it just sucks so much. Uh, the guys that you were already interested in starting on this team, I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, with I, Portland but now, Noah Fant is going to get tons yes, and tons of targets. I, was say, I, I like Noah Fant more. I think he's a big beneficiary yeah. here. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, I would have been more excited had Drew Locke 
been in there. I think Drew Locke's a little bit more dynamic than Jeff Driscoll, but like I said, he played fine. Uh, Melvin Gordon did fairly well against a really, really tough Steelers defense. So um, you did call that, Justin. You said that that uh, Melvin Gordon would would do just fine, and it was tough, but yeah. he did okay. He came <laughs> it out was worrisome watching it because yeah. I mean they are they are a great defense. So uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, they utilized him in the pass passing game quite a bit too. Yeah, I think Jerry Judy uh, played better this week than he did in week one, um, which was great to see. Yeah, less drops. Less drops. So, you know, I think Jerry Judy will be the number one target here uh, behind Noah Fant, technically. I think Noah Fant's probably technically going to be the number one target. Jerry Judy, though, this could start to be like kind of his little bit of a breakout. Um, So something to pay attention to. Jerry Judy should be rostered, but I'm not ready to throw him in my starting lineup. And I'm I'm a little bit worried too because they are also going against the Buccaneers, who have a really good defense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Their this offense is going to be a... has been struggling, which I I think is kind of the opposite of what a lot of people thought would happen. But right. Well, uh, Chris Godwin. I guess we'll do this one next. Chris Godwin has cleared the concussion protocol and he is eligible to play on Sunday. So Chris Godwin coming back will definitely help. Uh, it was probably nice that. Tom Brady, Mike Evans got to do a little bit of, you know, their thing. Mike Evans was great this week. So maybe this is the week that their offense really gets clicking. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, Tom Brady. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that on our next episode. Yeah. Uh, Paris Campbell out indefinitely with a PCL injury, uh, post collateral, post collateral ligament, um, which is, uh, not good. He was carted off the field. I imagine that he's probably done for the season, uh, if not the vast majority of the season. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. I, yeah, I, is he on your list up. to talk about? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then maybe Zach Pascal to yeah. take on some of those targets. Uh, Burchard Perriman is considered week to week. Uh I don't know if a lot of people were li- relying on Bashard Perriman, uh, but I mean, Chris Hogan also out. Jameson Crowder, hamstring injury, out. Denzel Mims, hamstring out. They're all banged up. I this, I mean, is there any way you can start a Jets player? Ah, <laughs> uh, man, like. I, Frank Frank Gore got a lot of opportunity this week, Justin. Oh, I'm not starting Frank Gore. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you got if like if there was some sort of handicap given for age, then absolutely. Uh, there is. It's called age. <laughs> no, I I meant for po- fantasy points. They give out those little parking passes, dude. Yeah, if I got that for my fantasy team where he got like an added five points, then yeah. Um, yeah, but no, I mean the tight end is like it's. It's tempting, but I'm not doing it. Like Herndon is talented, but I'm not doing it. We there's just not enough offense being generated. Uh so Chris Herndon blocked more a higher percentage of plays this week than any other tight end on passing downs. As they lost. As they were losing. So yeah. uh I'm not touching Chris Herndon. And he was their best pass catcher on the field. Yep. <laughs> I'm blocking. Um, okay, so here's another uh, big one. This one sucks for me. Hurt, affected me personally. 
Christian McCaffrey will miss four to six weeks. Uh, according to McCaffrey, he's going to try and come back sooner than that, but I'm not banking on that. Uh, so I would expect him to be out four weeks minimum, uh, which really, really sucks for you know the people that spent a number one pick on him. Now, Mike Davis came in in the fourth quarter and was very good. He had like seven targets for like 70 yards or something like that. So he's not just doing it on the ground. He can do it in the air as well. Not as well as Christian McCaffrey, but just like Christian McCaffrey. Um, Mike Davis, I mean, we'll talk about him in waivers, but yeah, probably probably number one waiver pickup this week. Yeah, he's definitely uh, on towards the top of that list. Yeah. Um, okay. Tyrod Taylor. This was kind of crazy, Justin. Oh, yeah. It uh, actually caused us to lose in a league. <laughs> the, yeah. the league we co-manage. Yeah, you and I are in a uh, super flex league, and we slept on quarterbacks during the draft, and we ended up with Tyrod Taylor uh, okay. as our second quarterback. And we also got Justin Herbert. Yes, we have Justin bench. Herbert. But literally, this wasn't even like, hey, you weren't paying attention. Everyone expected Tyrod Taylor to be starting that game until Justin Herbert ran on the field. <laughs> yeah. There was no time for, for you and I to, to swap out Tyrod out. Yeah. Yeah, which sucks because Justin Herbert played really, really well. And um, we barely lost in that matchup. <laughs> yeah, we would have won. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, um, it, it was a chest injury, and it, it sounded really like, like, okay, man, you just wanted Justin Herbert out there. But he, Tyrod Taylor had to go to the hospital. Yeah, he, I know. He was having trouble when breathing. I first heard and, it, yeah, that's what I was like, man, they just wanted an excuse not to, like, oh, it's yeah. this why. But yeah, that's, uh, I think you're right. Yeah, it's it's a real, like, something's actually going, and the coach keeps saying that he's still the starter. Yeah. Um, I imagine that if uh, Justin Herbert plays again on Sunday, which is kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen, and he plays well again, uh, for those of you that didn't watch, they almost beat the Chiefs. Um, it's his job going forward. I don't yeah. think there's any way he, you could you could like yeah he should be the starter. Tyrod I mean he played yeah. better so yeah uh, pushed the Chiefs to overtime. They should have won that game. Um, yeah, that, they played so well. I think that's the best any team has played this season. Yeah, I mean they they played above their their uh, their talent. Know, I guess yeah. expected talent. Yeah. Um, and just so everybody fantasy implications here, Justin Herbert is better for almost everybody on that team, yeah. except probably Mike Williams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I could see that, but I, you want, I mean, obviously if you're the Mike Williams owner, you don't, but we, yeah, yeah. So we want him in. Yeah. It's better for Austin Eckler. I think he's better for Joshua Kelly because there's more of a threat, uh, as a passer and then Keenan Allen, man. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, Sterling Shepard has turf toe. Uh, probably going to knock him out of the game against the Bears, and he's probably going to be dealing with it for a little while here. They need to rename that injury because it doesn't sound it, like you hear turf toe, and it just sounds like, you know, oh, tough that out. <laughs> like, is that yeah. a real injury? It, <laughs> it keeps players it out for weeks. Yeah, it's really painful, uh, but it's probably two to four weeks. Um depending on the severity. So uh, I would expect Sterling Shepard to be out about probably two weeks. Um, Darius Slayton. Yeah. Slayton. Right? I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely okay with starting Slayton. 
Yeah. What about Evan Ingram? So I'm definitely okay with starting Slayton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I. I mean, in the comments, leave a comment, please. Somebody explain to me why Evan Ingram is still so popular. I don't get it. Yeah. I. I'm. I'm not aware. Maybe yeah. I'm blind. Maybe he's like really good person or something. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe got a good um, PR guy. And then some good news here. Uh, Kenny Galladay expected to be back for week three. Uh, my advice to all of you is go see if you can buy him low right now. Uh, if the Kenny Galladay owner is like 0-2 at the moment and desperate, see if you can grab Kenny Galladay because Kenny Galladay will be a number one receiver on that team without a, without a doubt. They need him so bad. And the game scripts they're going to be in is they need to pass the ball. So uh, I really like Kenny Galladay going forward. Um, there were a lot of injuries uh, on both sides of the ball this week. I'm, I was just telling Justin, I feel like I haven't even wrapped my mind around all the fantasy applications. So if we miss something there, if, if I miss something there, I'm sorry. Um, a lot of this will get ironed out. We'll talk about it yeah. as the week goes on. And I'm, I'm actually uh, in a similar uh, thing. I, when uh, CMC got injured, uh, I went to trade for him in multiple leagues. Like he's going to be out for multiple weeks. If you have depth at your team to get him, then like, I would love to have him come playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and in like our home of record league, uh, I'm like, oh, shoot, who owns CMC? Uh, it's Perry. So I I did not send a trade in the league. I would. There, there's a very low chance I'm accepting. That. Yeah, I figured. I figured. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but I will that's say... something that I would recommend to people out there. Like if you, especially yeah. if you're 2-0 and right now, and you can get CMC like that. That's great for your team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you can combine uh, a startable running back with like, you know, one of these young receivers. Sure. I mean, yeah. there's people that would take like a Kareem Hunt, CD Lamb. Yeah. Maybe. And and especially right now with all these injuries just happening, because they might not have options. Like they they may be looking for wide receivers and running backs currently. With, yeah. if they have him and one of these receivers who got injured so uh it's an option yeah okay justin you got some news nobody cares about yeah just one thing uh this so this was just kind of funny uh during the uh chiefs game uh clyde edwards hilaire came out on the field ceh and his name was spelled wrong on the back of his jersey well you gotta spell two of them right, all right. So. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's hard. He's got two yeah. names, so yeah, twice as hard. Uh, yeah, yeah, it that, is literally that, twice as hard. The the team misspelled his their number one draft picks name. Good job, good job. That's funny. I like that. I like that news. Nobody cares about. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. you did a really good job. You have my approval. Awesome. All right, before, uh, before yeah. we get into some waivers, though, I wanted to uh, talk about just a couple of these games because uh, mm -hmm. were, there were some pretty insane games this week. Uh, yeah. One of them I want to talk about is Seattle versus uh, the Patriots. Game of the week, man. Yeah, I mean, crazy points put up. The first thing I wanted to bring up, though, is Julian Edelman, man. Yeah. Julian Edelman. Jo record the game of his career yardage wise yeah yeah with cam newton yeah uh, if you so. guys didn't know uh tom brady used to be julian edelman's quarterback <laughs> <laughs> oh 
oh wow greatest quarterback to ever play football. i didn't know that um yeah that's insane that's a really cool stat yeah i like that a lot yeah good job cam <laughs> yeah um cam newton for me is he's trying to make star. edelman fall out of love with uh brady yeah uh cam newton for me is an auto star oh, absolutely forward. absolutely yeah. plug uh, and play he went undrafted in a lot of leagues um i had a waiver in for him last week and my wife got him instead and um she scored the most points in the league this week and yeah man i love her <laughs> <laughs> oh, the other thing i want to bring up was the the last two seconds of this game yeah they're on what i, I believe the one yard line mm-hmm. they have been doing quarterback sneaks this entire game and gaining two to five yards on them yeah. <laughs> with cam just running straight forward and then they decide to try a trick like play where he like goes off to the side instead and like just completely messes it up why did they not just do what had been working i mean i think that was that was the play that had been working it was just whether or not he went left or right and i think most of the night he was going just right of center and this time he went just left of center and to and to be fair like this was the one time that he got caught (laughs) and they just hit him low before he could get his dive like he was and 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 i'll i'll even one up your question there and be like why didn't he just cut it to the outside because there was literally no one there yeah and he's out running whoever's chasing him he could have skipped into the end zone if he just cut it outside yeah but i like he could have done the tom brady submarine just because he had done mm -hmm. that multiple times too and gained a bunch of yards every time because he's a big dude when they when they went up to and we i this is not fantasy whatever but when they went to line up for that play I fully expected him to line up under center. Yeah. And that and that and just do that Tom Brady quarterback sneak that's worked for the last 20 years and that's not a that's not like an exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. It's literally worked for the last 20 years and now you have a quarterback that specializes in it. Yeah, that's even and better than in, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. And then he and then he put him in the shotgun and he just lined up in the shotgun and I was like, "What? Why?" I did see You've a funny won. meme though saying that uh uh, the Patriots should have thrown it. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> I saw that too. Uh, and then, I mean, let, last last question here because this was such a good game with these like really weird decisions at the end. Seahawks need a first down to pretty much ice the game. Um, they're third and one, and Russ bombs it for like thirty five yards for an incomplete pass, and all he needed was one yard. Like, what were they thinking? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, I know there's this whole, like, let Russ cook thing going on. The boy cooked. He had five touchdowns. Oh, the yeah, most efficient did. day I think I've ever seen a football on, like, 20. He only had, like, 25 throws or something like that. Yeah. Except, it's like, except for that one throw. Like, yeah. why? It's like, why? Or, yeah. run. You could run it with Russ. You could run it with any one of your running backs. Like, a I, short pass. right it just it made no sense to me it was like you need a first down inbounds and and the game's pretty much over at that point and even if you get a first down out of bounds oh well it's still better than turning uh, or having to punch punch. yeah yeah so that was weird um but i mean russell wilson probably league mvp at the moment 
I yeah, would say. Lead, leading candidate as of week two. I mean, a lot of yeah. time to go, but I mean, I like it. I, yeah, I had him ranked pretty high in my rankings, but uh, yeah, not number one. So no, me neither. <laughs> Nine touchdowns, eleven incompletions so far. Dang, it's crazy. All right, the next game I wanted to bring up was the Cowboys and uh, the Falcons. Yeah. The only two things that we really need to talk about here are the fact that Dan Quinn has no idea what he's doing with clock management. Yeah. Shout out, bud. Come on. Yeah, come on the show. We'll help you out. Yeah, it's our name. Uh, And that onside kick, (laughs) which I don't think I've ever seen anything quite so funny. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know if the Falcons understood that they are allowed to touch it before it goes 10 yards. Yeah, no, clearly they did not understand. Yeah, because they just kind of huddled around it as well as the Cowboys, but behind all of the Cowboy players. That was amazing to watch. They're like, all right, was... I got to let you grab this, and then I'll try and wrestle it from you. And it it happened. I know like this set gets says all the time. It was like watching it in slow motion. It literally was like in slow motion <laughs> while it was happening live, and I was just like, what? why aren't they getting it? Get the ball. Yeah, just jump Get onto it and you win. You jump on then, that ball and you win. And then Dallas jumps on it and then the Falcons jump on it. I was like, what the heck just happened? Like, <laughs> that yeah. was so weird. I or, don't know, man. Like, you know what the Falcons also could have did? Because it was in slow motion. Ran up and punted that ball out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> just kick it as hard as you can out of bounds. And you like, win. Anything. Yes, anything. <laughs> anything and you would have won the game yeah also that would have been hilarious if they did that (laughs) some guy just uh, just some like linebacker just sends it (laughs) just sends it to the stands i was gonna say into the crowd but hey uh, there were oh that's true yeah they actually had the most people of any stadium that's weird Uh, (laughs) uh, Uh, also though they had those the two fake punts they did now the first one wasn't horrible it was a bad pass yeah you know like okay yeah the guy was the open yeah the cowboys, cowboys yeah. yeah but then the second one it was fourth and five and they tried to run it with with like uh i don't know who it was like their backup quarterback or some i don't know who it was but like they did a yeah. direct snap to one of the uh people uh inside and then he tried to run Ran it right straight forward. People. Yeah. yeah, I think he gained a yard, but I mean, it was fourth and five. What were they thinking? Yeah, um, there's been a lot of talk this season about uh, that teams need to be going for it more in fourth down, and I completely agree. There's actually a pretty yeah. high percentage of yeah statistics uh, say so. Yeah, <laughs> so I agree. But don't do it that way. When you have Dak Prescott <laughs> oh, as your quarterback. I just realized, Perry, what he's trying to do. He's trying to lower those statistics so people stop saying that. Mike McCarthy, stop. <laughs> Single-handedly stop. bringing that statistic down. If you're not going to let Dak Prescott throw it four yards for you, but you're going to let your punter throw it four yards for you, you've got a problem. Like. You're not making good decisions. Or let your punter run it when you have Mm -hmm. Zeke. (laughs) Yeah. Crazy. I mean, I'm probably not running it on fourth and five anyway, but uh, to be fair, the 49ers did run it on third and uh, 31 and and got a first down. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I guess that's the new recipe for success. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, now let's. So I'm I'm a highlight. Uh, oh, we did miss one injury. I I forgot to uh, bring up before the show, uh, and I I think that this one we probably forgot about it because we just expected it. Uh, mm-hmm. Will Fuller had a hamstring injury uh, during the game. So uh, week two is when uh, you officially bail on Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks is now the wide receiver one there, uh, right. which is exactly what happened. Once Will Fuller went down, Brandon Cooks almost had a 100-yard game, 95 yards receiving. So uh, yep. now I'm out on Will Fuller and, and Brandon Cooks is starting. I mean, I, I have nothing else to say. I've been saying it for months about Will Fuller. <laughs> we were just waiting for it to happen. It's it's happened. It, it took yeah. one week. Yep. Um, <clears throat> some other uh, players, too, that I, I wanted to highlight how uh, how good they were uh, was Calvin Ridley, uh, mm-hmm. two-touchdown day. That was uh, pretty awesome, and I think over Go 100 by. yards. Go by Julio. Go oh, by Julio Lowe. For right sure. Now. Yeah. 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 There's going to be somebody that gives up Julio for nothing. And uh, that's that's going to be amazing for you. <laughs> I wrote down the wrong player's name next to Ridley because there's two of them. But I, I'm like, man, who was I meaning? Uh, I wrote down Godwin because I was thinking of how much I, that Ridley could be like Chris Godwin the, uh, from last year for this year. Yeah. Um, but the other player I wanted to bring up was Terry McLaurin on, you know, we talked about on that horrible offense that has yeah. to throw the ball. He's getting a ton of targets, uh, receptions, had over a hundred yards receiving and a touchdown, had a great day. Yeah. I mean, I think I, you know, I said that I don't, I don't want a player on such a bad offense. Maybe I was wrong you know, with Terry McLaurin, I, I still think, I, you know, I think I'm like half wrong, half right. I think he's going to have games where he vanishes. Right. But I also think Terry McLaurin is, is better than I gave him credit for. Yeah. I think, uh, on any other offense or almost any other offense, he would be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree on most other offenses minus disclaimer for any New York team. Right. Yeah. Don't know (laughs) New York teams uh yeah cool i go back to my okay go back to go. it buddy my notes yeah there we go um all right so waivers mm-hmm. uh so i mean we we alluded to this one real quick so i'm just gonna uh start there definitely it's not my top waiver priority but it's uh the michael Pittman and zach pascal mm-hmm uh what which one of those guys would you rather have michael Pittman jr i see i think i lean more towards pascal uh i like both of them though i like i think they're both interesting options uh because especially with ty there uh i think it's a matter of time before ty gets injured which i mean i'm not wishing that on him i don't want that to happen but i think Mm -hmm. it's likely to happen so I, I like both these guys and I, I like I so I like Pascal because he was there last year and he seemed to do pretty decent before he got hurt. Yeah. I, I mean I think Zach Pascal's good. It, it's close. Yeah. It's not like a Oh yeah, I have them super close I had them super close in my rankings prior mm-hmm. to this. I think they were back to back. 
it's not like a cut and dry um, choice for me, but I think I would go Michael Pittman Jr. over right. Zach Lesko. All right, so this next, I, I'm gonna give you, I'm I'm gonna put two names out there, and we'll talk about them because mm-hmm. I think these two are my top two waivers, uh, and depending, uh, I guess depending on your your team, uh, yeah. And what you're you're needing out of them, uh, so the first one's Mike Davis, uh, and then the other one is Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's Mike Davis. Yeah. So for me, um, the, but if the, I, the reason why I'm, I'm saying that it matters to me though, like what your team needs, is because Jarek McKinnon's playing the Giants this week. Yeah. As uh, Mike Davis is going against the Chargers, who were mm-hmm. really impressive <laughs> this last week. Oh, on Char- defense Chargers especially. defense is really good. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, if you need like someone to start this week, then I think I go McKinnon for this week. Yeah. But if if it's because like you are the CMC owner or something, right, or something like that, then well, I'll I'll tell you my exact plan. uh so i'm i am putting in a waiver for for mike davis um and we're on a fab now so yeah um, i can tell you that i won't tell you how much yeah i'm (laughs) Um, i'm not putting one in for him so sure well i don't want anybody to know how much yeah all right i know some of our league mates listen to this andy taking (laughs) matt ryan from me uh and uh so if if i get mike davis i will not be starting him this week i will be starting kareem hunt who i have on my bench yeah, uh, because I don't want to face that Chargers defense. But going Good forward, uh, if Mike Davis is fairly effective, even against that great defense, then I'll feel comfortable starting him until CMC comes back. Yeah, um, Jared McKinnon would be a wonderful one week start, like yeah. a really, really good one week start. But I personally, I, I can't afford. I plan to, pick to them putting, both up. Yeah, I'm planning to put a waiver in for for McKinnon. So, yeah, I can't afford to pick them both up. I, you know, it's one or the other on on. Uh, you know, some of these big waiver priorities this week. So yeah, um, I, I'm going to take Mike Davis because I need more of a longer term solution. Um, where's Jarek McKinnon, I think is like a short, like, Hey, let's go win a and, week. Maybe two. Uh, positive <clears throat> news for, for you as we did add IR spots to our league this year. So, mm-hmm. uh, very positive. Yeah. <laughs> with the injuries, uh, the little, yeah. little nice things, which, I recommend that you guys do if you have not for this year, especially uh, just yep. in case, you know, COVID and then with no preseason, these injuries are crazy. So it, it's nice, nice to have that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So Davis is, is my choice there, but I think McKinnon is a really good option, gotcha. especially just you're just streaming to win a week. My, uh, yeah. McKinnon will be really good. And yeah. McKinnon's looked really good. It isn't like yeah. oh now he's just filling in, like he's been very good when he was on the when he's on the field. So yeah, and, and with him the thing was everyone was worried about injury too because he's been injured every year he's been on the 49ers. Uh, mm-hmm. and now he's their only healthy running back. Right. Yeah. Oh, the he's irony. The irony. Um, uh, cool. So well, the the next guys we've actually already talked about so. We got uh, the Giants running backs, which we already uh, spoke about, and then mm-hmm. Daryl Henderson, and uh, which we already spoke about. Devonta Freeman, we spoke about it, but then we get to some wide receivers here. Oh well, I got one more running back I want to bring up. 
or mm-hmm. sorry, two more. I'll give them to you in a pair again. Uh, okay. Miles Gaskin and Joshua Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I think Joshua Kelly is, I think actually with both of these guys, for me, um, they're more of like a, a depth pickup. I think, you know, had yeah. Christian McCaffrey not got hurt this week, for me personally, I'd be happy to go out and try and grab one of these guys um, just to increase my depth. I don't know. I mean, Joshua Kelly looks like he's going to continue to get a lot of work, but he hasn't been that efficient with it. Um, I would really like them just to start giving Eckler even more of the work. Miles um, Gaskin, I don't know, man. It's hard to tell with, the, with this Miami team. I feel yeah. like they're going to be down a lot in a lot of games, which means... I would that- rather take the shot on Miles Gaskins and, or Gaskin, and the reason why is because... I think Tua is mm-hmm. going to start here at some point, and that might that he might start being more like even more efficient at that point. Yeah, I think I would agree with you. Um, it, I'm having a little bit of trouble um, pulling myself away from my team because I've been thinking about this stuff all day for my team, <laughs> and I own Austin Eckler as well, and so the Joshua Kelly pickup makes a lot of sense to kind of handcuff them together for me. But I guess if I look at it from the perspective of I don't own Austin Eckler, Miles Gaskin is probably a, a more interesting depth play um, because there isn't that big, you know, Austin yeah. Eckler in front of him. Um, I love and, how you know, in the off season, the big debate was which uh, Miami running back was the one to own between mm-hmm. Jordan Howard and uh, Matt Breida. And right. it turns out it's Miles Gaskin. The, the one fear of Miles Gaskin is Jordan Howard. Yeah. And it Jordan Howard is going to rush six times a game for 12 yards in a touchdown. And it's just it just sucks because he's really good at the goal line and really bad at seemingly everything else now. Um, so that's my one worry with Miles Gaskin, I guess. But yeah, he's, he's involved in the passing game. <laughs> he's involved in the passing game, too, which which yeah. makes me very happy at six catches in week two. Yeah, in in PPR especially, this is more interesting because uh, mm-hmm. Joshua Kelly is not as involved in the passing work as right. Austin Eckler. That is his bread and butter. Right, meat uh, and butter. <laughs> That's a throwback. If you guys remember that, you've been here since the beginning. Yeah, right. All right, <laughs> let's let's get to some wide receivers. Uh, yeah, man. I'm I'm gonna start you off with this one just because it's gross. Okay. Corey Davis. How how you feel about adding Corey Davis to your team? If AJ Brown is out, I am fine with adding Corey Davis. Oh, as God. soon as AJ Brown is back, no thank you. Um Brian Tannehill is very good. Yeah. Right? He's very efficient, but I don't think he has the um the uh quantity of passes to support two. Yeah. fantasy relevant wide receivers I, I especially with johnu smith ascending yep i went on a show uh did someone else's show on sunday morning where we talked about start sits and mm-hmm. uh sunday morning after aj brown we found out about aj brown and everything and i told someone asked about whether to start Corey davis i told them i'm starting Corey davis if i'm them but then i'm immediately going to take a shower because i feel dirty yeah uh <laughs> yeah I don't know. I mean, I it's not good. 
<laughs> I'm not I'm not happy with the situation I've put myself in if I am starting Corey Davis. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, go for it. If AJ Brown's out, sure. Yeah, put in for Corey Davis. I think there might be some better wide receiver options on the waiver this week, personally. Yeah. People that have more long <laughs> long term uh value, value um long term depth too. So all right. So here's a pair from the same team. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling and Alan Lazard. Uh, yeah, this one's really hard. I asked you this one last week, Justin. Yeah, has your you said Lazard last week? Has your opinion changed at all? Yeah, I mean it's it's hard, but I, I'm 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 sticking with my my guy. You I'd stick with Lazard. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think I gotta go MVS, and I think it's just um. You know, at this level, I'm not really looking for floor, right? At this level of, of wide receiver, yeah. uh, which I think Alan Lazard gives great floor, whereas MVS has a really high ceiling. Um, so I would go MVS and just hope for, you know, that 60-yard touchdown or the two-touchdown day or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Yeah. I mean, if you want floor out of your wide receiver three, right i guess that's where this guy where one of these guys would be played for you for anybody yeah uh then i guess alan lazard and you know uh clearly there's always if you're catching a ball there's always an opportunity to find the end zone i just think that mvs probably has the higher higher likelihood of like blowing up in a week and it you know if my wide receiver three blows up in a week i probably win um and so yeah i'll go with mvs but kind of similar yeah. as the Corey davis situation <laughs> I'm upset if I put myself in a position where I have to start one of these guys. Yeah, and there are leagues that I am in where I've I've Deeper had leagues, to make yeah. some of these decisions, and it's not a good feeling. Right, uh, but like a 14 team league or something like that, sure, yeah. like that makes a whole lot of sense. But you know, 10 or 12 team league, or I, like I have one one league where you start four wide receivers and then you have two oh, flex wow. spots. It's insane. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'll have to send you a screenshot of that lineup. It, it's insane. Um, okay, so Russell Gage from the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are really excited about Russell Gage. Uh, a lot of people have Russell Gage as their top wide receiver waiver priority this week. Um, man, you know, I the third wide receiver on a team is always so scary, especially <laughs> when you have two big eaters. Um I think that Russell Gage is going to be too expensive in terms of fab for me um, because I expect Julio Jones to be fine. Yeah, right? exactly. I, I do expect Julio Jones to get to be better than what he has uh, thus had, far. Had Julio not dropped, and oh. I'm, it was a total Oh, that drop. was such a that beautiful 50, pass, yeah, too. 50-yard touchdown. It Julio wasn't does... overthrown. It was perfect. The, Julio would doesn't not, drop those. I don't know yeah. who that was. I don't think we'd really be having this conversation about Russell Gage. Um, now, if Julio were to say miss two or three weeks, yeah, Russell Gage oh is my like, God, yeah. So I mean, he's ahead starting. Of Mike David yeah, almost. he's starting yeah. in your lineup. Like it's yeah. not like, oh, should I start this guy or should I have him for depth? No, he's starting. Yeah. So um, I mean. Just look at the situation. If you have room on the bench, if you can go drop somebody, um, 
and pick up Russell Gage and just see what happens with Julio, fine. But I'm not ready to throw him in my starting lineup yet. I'm also not ready. Like my, he doesn't move ahead of the of the running back pickup for me this week. Yeah. So, all right, last one, Mecole Hardman. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I so, want Mecole Hardman to be good as a. Um, uh, something we didn't cover just because he wasn't exactly fantasy relevant. Uh, Sammy Watkins also got injured uh, week two. So, I mean, that may help Miko see more targets. Yeah, it just, I mean, it feels like we've been doing this for a while now with Miko Hardman. I'm actually not interested at all in Miko Hardman. He he's tempting for me just because he's on that Kansas City offense and like there's a chance that you know he could like like you're saying he's a dude who his ceiling is super high he could like there could be a week where he has two touchdowns yeah uh, and and you know there, crazy yards but certainly his floor is his, is rock his bottom ground level yeah <laughs> I I mean Michael Hartman's got to be owned in like what like. 40-ish percent of leagues yes 40, 43 <laughs> okay i mean i would say nikhil harry is probably oh. owned in maybe like 50-ish percent of leagues I must... and i would much rather have nikhil harry yeah i uh i didn't put nikhil harry on here which is funny uh because i did want to talk about him yeah and yeah nikhil harry needs to learn how to uh like break a tackle like any tackle just one of them yeah yeah, yeah. i I think with uh, I think Nikhil Harry's I would much 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 rather have him than Michael Hartman. I think he has a chance of blowing up too at any week, especially on this offense that seems to work. Um, so I think, yeah, I would rather have me or Nikhil Harry than Michael Hartman. I think I would either rather just go get Russell Gage and just wait and see what happens. But I guess Russell Gage's price tag is going to be much higher. Yeah. Uh, so. All right, so I'm going to get into some tight ends here. The first Oof, one the is... The week of the tight ends, my it's friend. It's not even a question because it's an answer, uh, and that's Jonu Smith. The answer is yes. Yes, yeah. you want him. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't know if you were paying attention to our waivers this week and the turmoil that happened with me no. where I dropped Hayden Hurst and picked up, picked up Jonu Smith, and then a day later dropped Jonu Smith and picked up Hayden Hurst again (laughs) (laughs) and then watched Jonu Smith put up two touchdowns and then Hayden and I was like well god like I was so upset and then Hayden Hurst puts up like 65 yards and a touch or 80 yards okay and I was like okay I guess that's okay but now but I had Jonu and he had two touchdowns yeah I don't don't know what to do yeah um Jonu Smith go get Jonu (laughs) so good I I mean, I guess so. I'm I'm pretty sure some other people in our league are gonna put in for Johnny too. I don't um, even know who my tight end is in our league. <laughs> I'm have to look. Doesn't matter. Don't look. Don't look until Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you real quick. Yeah, I actually have our league up. I can look. Your tight end is Noah Fan. You're not gonna go with oh, Johnny. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um yeah, Johnny, man. 
I, I mean, I was saying it. I've been saying it for two weeks. Yeah. Or I've been saying it for longer than two weeks with yeah. Johnny. I just, yeah. yeah he man. was one of your favorite tight ends to target at the end. I remember I liked Noah Fant a little bit more, and you like Johnny a little bit more. And, and we're uh, both right. Yeah, we're, we're yeah. both living that right now. So that's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now these other guys are guys who are not rostered on anyone's team. Anyone's. Uh, one mm-hmm. of them's owned on 5% of teams, one's 0.9, and one's 0.5. Uh, There's one that I'm wondering if you're going to ask about, and I'm going to surprise you because I own him on a team. Okay, so that's Jordan Reed. It's not that one. Dalton Schultz. It's that one. <laughs> I figured if there's any of these that it was, it was him. And then yeah. Mo Ali Cox. Uh, yeah. So obviously, for in case those people out there don't know, Jordan Reed is now the tight end for the 49ers until George Kittle returns. Dalton Schultz is now the tight end for the Dallas Cowboys uh, with, um, help me out here. Uh, oh, um, oh man, isn't yeah. that sad how, how quickly yeah. they, he's, they, he's they dead leave to my us. mind. Yeah. Uh, well, they're tight end going to IR. That's embarrassing. And then Mo Ali Cox is the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I picked up Dalton Schultz um, last week in our dynasty league. Actually, Justin. Um, oh, nice. Just be, I don't I didn't need him, but it was like, hey, this could be useful. We have such a deep bench in that league. Um, turns out it 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 is pretty useful. Um, <clears throat> so my opinion on these three, uh, if. George Kittle plays. Jordan Reed is Blake Jarwin. Yeah. Oh, Blake Jarwin. Yeah, he's Blake Jarwin. No, <laughs> Blake Jarwin's out. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's Blake Jarwin. If George Kittle plays, I'm not. I'm not touching yeah. Jordan Reed. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, if are are you touching any of these if they're not though, or if he's not? Uh so I would I would rank them rest of season: Dalton Schultz, Mo Ali Cox, Jordan Reed. Yeah. What about for next week, assuming Kittle does not play? Uh, who does Dallas play? Uh, I actually just <laughs> exited that. Dallas plays the Seahawks? I'm playing Dalton Schultz. Oh, really? Over I, Jordan Reed. I think I play Jordan Reed if he's out. Or if he's out I, again. It's, like, it's not a bad yeah, bet. I'm just waiting one week. for the concussion. Yeah. It, if <laughs> the concussion true. happens in the fourth quarter, then you probably got some points. Yeah. But if it happens in the first quarter, I don't know. Yeah, you're upset. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I'll i play Dalton Schultz, man. On With that Cowboys offense, uh, the Seahawks defense doesn't look like it, like it can stop anything. All right. Um, I got two more, yeah. two more things for you, Perry. Two more things. Yeah. First one, uh, I want you to rank these three. Which one of these three quarterbacks would you rather or put these three quarterbacks in order for rest of season? Uh, okay. Ryan Tannehill, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow. Oh boy, that one's really tough. Yeah, I think I go Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrow, Gardner Minshew, but it's close. So, I think I go Ryan Tannehill, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow. Uh, yeah. yeah, also close. And I feel like, uh, like I think everybody might be too low on Tannehill, like including myself <laughs> i think everyone might be too low on all these players yeah well yeah i agree um but like ryan Tannehill, you remember the hot streak he had at the end of last year and we're mm-hmm. like he cannot keep up this efficiency and he's yeah. like okay i'll throw it more <laughs> <laughs> a 
Right. Well, I mean, they did that in week one. Week two, it yeah, slowed down. Uh, yeah, that's bit. true. But he was a it went back. It went back to kind of more what you'd expect. But with Derrick Henry having the literally yeah, no, no efficiency. Game. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, so I think that Joe Burrow had a Gardner Minshew is just based on the fact that it seems like the sky is or the the ceiling is really possibly very high with Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, and so I'm just kind of maybe a little bit excited about yeah. that. It would go up if he stopped throwing the ball to AJ Green. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Thirteen targets and I think three catches. If AJ uh, Green I mean it would go up if AJ Green caught thirteen targets. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I'm so, I'm erring on the other <laughs> side, just assuming he's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean I I think um, give Tyler Boyd those targets. Yes, I I agree with that. But I also I think with AJ Green, I think he's still talented. I don't I I don't really think that's ever been my problem with AJ Green. It's more the fact that AJ Green clearly can't can't handle a full season, and we'll probably you know see the injury report here pretty soon. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. I think the Cincinnati Bengals might be better. I don't know. I don't know. I think they might be better than we expect. Yeah. I don't know. I was considering, let me, asking for a friend, Justin. Uh-huh. All three of those quarterbacks are available in our league. Yeah. <laughs> Who yeah. should I go pick up? Because Tom Brady is not working out. Yeah, I think I go Gardner, actually. I think, I know I just said I have Tannehill at the top of my list, but I yeah. think I... Like I think I go Gardner Minshew. Also, they play Miami next week. It's a good no, week the, at least. They play the Vikings next week. Who Jacksonville? Oh Gardner, Gardner. Oh Jacksonville. Gardner. Sorry, yeah. I, was, I was looking at the Titans. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Man, I don't know what to do. Um, also, Thursday night games. I I hate having players play on Thursday night. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it sometimes. Zero, it literally has no effect. Yeah, I mentally am like yes, this isn't good. and emotionally. <laughs> emotionally yeah. yeah i know I, I i hear people talk about that sometimes and i'm like uh you can't take that into effect i know i do but you can't <laughs> like yeah don't tell other people to you know it's irrational yeah. <laughs> yeah i think um so if you're in my situation um where you went out and you know you ended up with tom brady or something like that and yeah. you're not pleased with the the outcome stream between these three guys if you're in like a 10 team redraft where the likelihood of them getting picked up by another team is pretty low just start streaming until one of them you know settles in as an every week start if one of them settles in you could even throw ben roethlisberger in that list oh yeah for sure too and uh or you could trade the drew Brees owner no Uh. (laughs) no no i Uh, feel you're so lucky that i didn't take Kyler Murray oh. because you would have been stuck with Drew Brees. Yeah, and I would and have been in the boat current. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would have been paddling the the old man boat that I'm sitting in right now. Uh okay. Uh let's real quick Thursday night football, Perry. Uh we're going to mm-hmm. talk about who you should start and sit cuz our next episode won't come out till after Thursday. So Yeah. Uh you Gardner have Minshew. Yeah, Miami versus Jacksonville. So Gardner yeah. Minshew, absolutely. Yeah. Um, DJ Chark. Oh, DJ Shark. Yeah. Sorry. I just was jumping around. Yeah. DJ Chark. Yeah. Start yeah. him. 
Uh, are you starting any other receivers from Jacksonville? No. Yeah, me neither. Um, no. Are you starting anyone else from Jacksonville? Robinson? Yeah, Robinson. Yeah. Go for it. We were just talking about we We are both wrong on that one. Uh, uh, but part of yeah. fantasy fact, if, is if realizing he, when you're wrong and adjusting. In fact, if he's available, um, he's like probably second for me right now. I don't, yeah. I'm not afraid of Reichwell Armstead. No, no. I, yeah, I was just trying to think if he might be first for me. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, because he, he has a clear path to start the rest of the season. That's true. That's uh, true. I just, Mike Davis, may, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, one or two, pick one. Yeah. If he's available. Um, yeah, so I'd definitely start him on the Dolphins side of the ball. Are you starting Fitzpatrick? No. What about Tua? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah yeah no yeah no, they, they might pull uh they might pull a chargers on us yeah uh, uh let's start gasecki gasecki oh yeah i was really yeah. happy to see gasecki go off i would stream gasecki this week you know i i think there's been there's too many viable tight ends i, I almost missed the days when it was like i really don't need to think about it they all suck it's no longer the case with tight end uh but yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, Gasecki's a good start. Um, um what Gaskin? about Yeah, Gaskins. Uh, probably I'm probably not starting him. Yeah, I, I'm uh, not either. Uh, it's got to be a pretty bad situation. I mean, which mm-hmm. might be people's situation out there with all these injuries. So you may be in a mm-hmm. situation where you need to. Uh, mm-hmm. My general answer is no, I'm not starting him. But like, if you're in a situation where you think you might need to start him, hit hit us up on like Twitter or leave a comment in the video, and we can uh, give you more specific. Yeah, who wins? Um, Jacksonville. Okay, I agree. Uh, I'll say Jacksonville wins, twenty-seven, twenty-four. I think it's huh? a close game. I, I also think it's a close game. I just don't think there's going to be as many points generated. Uh, I'm going 21 to 14. Okay. What's a better matchup, Gardner Minshew versus the Dolphins or Joe Burrow versus the Eagles? Uh, Joe Burrow versus the Eagles, I believe. That's all I needed to know. <laughs> I'm struggling, Justin. I'm on full tilt right now. <laughs> And you've got Kyler Murray, so I don't care what you know about my, my quarterback situation. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not going to grab either one of them. So, yeah. <laughs> Cool. All right, guys. Thank All you. Right. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see you guys on Friday.